Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Eat your vitamins, say your prayers, and stick it straight up all your candy asses! And you never let The Rock make his pancakes, did you? You wanted The Rock to make chocolate chip cookies, blueberry muffins, but never pancakes. Go get me a cheeseburger. Go get The Rock a cheeseburger. No ketchup. You mind uh, giving a little blow just one time for The Rock? The Rock, ask you something. You ready to go out there and whoop some ass? Ready to go out there and whoop candy ass? Let's get ready to podcast! Hangsy Banksy Rock Bottom is podcast for two dominion business. Put Tom Hanks in a headlock and are about to be choke slammed by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm Sam Siegel and I can smell the rock is cooking eight boxes of rice aroni, the San Francisco treat. Ooh, very topical. Um, <laughs> this week I'm Luke Patrick. I'm a dead seismologist. Oh, oh beans. Oh, beans. I done ah. beefed it at the Hoover Dam. Well, you know, you you went doing what you loved. Mm-hmm. Drowning. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Sam? Oh, not a whole lot. Uh, just, you know few hours removed from watching 2015 San Andreas. Ooh, a tasty morsel, if I do say mm-hmm. so myself. Ooh, yeah, just, it went down so smooth. Yeah. Um, and, and really, I am curious how your watch was. Um, my watch was terrible. Oh, um, no. <laughs> Sam, it's been, it's been a long week at work, man. Mm. Yep. It's been a real long week at work. I hate to hear that. Yeah. So come Friday afternoon slash uh, evening, starting around four or five, um, did not want to watch San Andreas. Mm-hmm. Uh, e- just... Even though I, I gave you that tasty little message? Yeah. Now hang on. Because hang on. Okay. You know, things okay, are going to turn. Uh, okay. Did just did not was not even in the foreground of my mind that I had to watch mm-hmm. a movie, uh, so it was a surprise when somebody in my house was like, "Don't you have to watch a movie?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, god damn it, yeah, I do." <laughs> um, oh, so good. Yeah. So anyway, proceeded to put this on. Thank God it's on HBO Max, so I didn't have to mm-hmm. pay for it. Yes. Oh, always oh, so sweet. And uh, Sam was not in the greatest of headspaces for getting this thing rolling, but I did make some hot chocolate for all of us watching. Ooh, uh, 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 how how'd you do the hot chocolate? I'm always curious how people do their hot chocolates. Yeah, so hot, it's some... Uh, hot chocolate? Hot chocolates. Uh, I think it's like Attorney's General. Hot mm-hmm, chocolate. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I made a nice salted caramel uh, hot chocolate base Ooh, with uh, some okay. water. About half and half water and half and half. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's sort of my speed when nice. it comes to hot chocolate. Yeah. Now, I got to tell you, I've done one with uh, some oat milk before. Oh, baby. Ooh, primo stuff. Primo, yeah. primo stuff. Primo. If, I had, if I'd only had any oat milk. Um, oh, you got to get you some oat milk. Oh, Let me tell you. Yeah. Planet Oak uh, makes an extra creamy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, ooh, ooh, it goes down so smooth. I'm Unfortunately, I can't quite find it. So I've had to slum it with uh, silks. <laughs> oh, um, no. Extra creamy oat milk, which is also honestly pretty good. It's just pretty sweet because they put, I think, some vanilla flavor in it. Yeah, that's Which no makes good. it very yummy. Yeah. But it's it comes off a little sweet. It's yeah. so creamy. I uh, love that dreamy, dreamy cream. Foolish of you to think my lactose intolerant ass hasn't deeply explored the world of oat milk and all its various... Uh, oh, hey. Yeah. I know, I know you've been in there, but I feel like our listeners do need to know our <laughs> oat milk brands of choice. Yeah. Been on that Chobani lately. If you can find Chobani oat milk. They make oat milk? They do, and it's it's sugarless and oh Ooh. so creamy. It is just Ooh. excellent. Uh, okay. Well, I'll keep my eye out for some of that fine, creamy Chobani. Chobani. Yes. <laughs> um... Yeah, so anyway, started the watch-up. Uh, we did order some food about halfway through, and Sam, bless the movie, blessed be, uh, ended up having a wonderful time watching San yes. Andreas. Yes, 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 <laughs> So, didn't come into it with the greatest of headspaces, but it didn't matter. It ended up being a breezy watch. Oh, so happy to hear that, man. Yeah. How was, uh, how was your watch? Oh, it was fine, man. I, uh, uh, well, hold on. Hey, Laura, my boss, Laura, if you're listening, just tune out just for a second. <laughs> just please give me 30 seconds or so. I watched this during work. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty good watch. Uh, nice. I had a nice time. It didn't neglect my work importantly uh but there wasn't a whole lot going on so i just watched the movie in the afternoon or maybe the earliest watch that i've had in a while outside of like the morning yeah you texted me that you were getting rolling and i was very surprised at the old timestamp on that message well you know we had plans with with friends last night and kenna wanted to watch this one real bad mm-hmm. and so i was like well we'll just watch it at like two in the afternoon yeah that sounds about uh, right. It was nice. It was really nice. But Luke, I've got something that I need to talk to you about because yeah. it has been living rent-free in my head for uh, over a month at this point. Okay, well, fucking hit me with it, man. In the Magic School Bus theme song, mm-hmm. there is a line that says, Take a left at your intestine and your second right past Mars. Now, Luke... Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you taking two lefts you take one left at your intestine and then you take your second left immediately past mars yeah or do you take a left at your intestine and then you take a second right the first one a complete mystery 
after you pass Mars. I. Uh, now you're you're at a different point with this statement than I am. Mm-hmm. Because I'm troubled by the fact that I've just taken I've taken a left at my intestines, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Which is gross. Uh, I don't it's really fine. want to be mucking around in there. Hey, it's where the poo poo is. That's yeah, fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's where the poo poo is. Um, but then suddenly I'm taking a left at Mars. Well, that's the question. Is it a left or a right? Yeah. I think <laughs> two lefts um, does make a right. So that's kind of confusing. Mm-hmm. That um, is that is the the saying, two lefts, that's a right. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a right. I think it's a so, right. So that means that they left out a right turn prior to the left turn at the intestines that we are just a complete mystery to us yeah yeah mm-hmm huh okay not oh something's happening oh yeah that's good audio yeah excuse me while i blow my nose briefly oh you're fine you're fine look i i just why would they leave out the first right turn um possibly because it's a children's program intro but Hey, buddy. Hey, uh-huh. buddy. What, 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 why? Why has this been living rent-free in your head? Like, how'd you get exposed to the Magic School Bus theme song? Here's the thing. I didn't. I mean, like, you know, I watched it when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. And Ken and I watched it, I don't know, maybe like a year ago. Mm-hmm. But the other day, walking around the house, uh, suddenly I hear uh, just pop into my head, cruising on down Main Street relaxing feeling good next thing you know you know there's an octopus in the neighborhood and i was like fuck me okay so i'm just gonna have the whole thing stuck in my head and you know cruising through the uh starways uh swinging through the stars or whatever take a left at your intestines and your second right past mars yeah huh Hmm. it's been it's been very challenging to me and I don't know why. And so now, all I hear in my head is on a loop, take a left at your intestines and your second right past Mars. Yeah. That's challenging stuff. I think maybe the GPS for the Magic School Bus is broken. Mm. Like, it's one of those in-between modern devices like Google Maps right. and Apple Maps and the old, like, what are they called, TomToms? Um, yeah. Yeah, I believe that was that was the brand of choice was Tom Tom. Yeah, so it was you know it's one of these that's in between those two generations that tries to be more helpful by being like, get in the second lane on the left. Uh, mm, but yeah. its info is bad. <laughs> yeah, it's like old satellite info or something. Yeah, satellite imagery of your intestine and or Mars. So mm, it's like yep. take take your second right at Mars and you're like oh Tom Tom. Ah, uh, Tom you Tom, s- you. You silly you goose. S- you stupid son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you did you actually know that Tom Tom's cousin is TikTok? Oh <laughs> <laughs> My man, that may be my favorite joke that you've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad, to be perfectly honest oh, with you, man. It's so good. <laughs> 
his massively successful cousin uh, mm-hmm. that yeah. he's a little jealous of because nobody nobody really thinks about Tom Tom anymore. No, yeah. no. And then their grandpa Bon Bon. Hmm. Had their day in the sun. Yeah. But uh, you know, we yeah. talked about Bon Bons anymore. Yeah. Um, should we talk about this movie? Yeah, probably. I don't think I'm really ever gonna get a get a whole lot of closure on uh, take a left at <laughs> your intestine in your second right past Mars. Though, folks, if you have a theory on this, please, for the love of God, send me an email at hanksypanksypot at gmail dot com. I I gotta get this fucking song out of my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please send those theories. At this point, it's gonna take a lobotomy. Yeah, you know, you hate to hear that. I And I'm a little jealous because I'm on record uh, on this podcast and with my therapist to saying I don't super remember my childhood. Uh, mm-hmm. So to have sort of a nugget from the past like that, just sort of have that egg hatch fully formed inside your skull like mm-hmm. 20 years yeah. later is uh, more than that. More than two decades later. Uh, yeah. Man, you're really, uh, really making me hurt, huh? <laughs> Pretty Feeling tasty. Feeling that in my uh, creaky joints. Yeah. Feel those knees and hips. Um, mm. Would you like a plot? Yes. Okay. Here's, uh, so I knew the plot of this movie before starting it without ever having actually seen it. Uh, mm-hmm. That's because we've watched, what, 10 disaster movies? God, I don't, it feels like it. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't checked that series, we did in between Tom Hanks and The Rock do a whole series on disaster movies. It's one of my favorites that we've ever done, so check that out. Oh, it's so good. Hanksy Panksy, it's a disaster. Yeah, it's a disaster, and it was not. Uh, It was a really good time. Anyway, uh, as we were sitting on the couch, it's me, my roomie, and our house guest that's with us. Um, I did describe the full plot, so here's exactly what I said. Okay. So we're going to set up a scene where uh, The Rock is enjoying his family life and his work life and things are going pretty mm-hmm. well. That's yeah. how the movie begins. Then a small disaster happens after after Sam. The people have traveled because this is very important. So there's always a kid in these movies and the kid has to mm-hmm. travel somewhere that's far yes. away. Always. Always. So The Rock... Uh, by the way, The Rock is an LAPD fireman who specializes in search and rescue. LAFD. Um, He's not a fascist, Luke. He's a firefighter. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, LAFD. Thank you. Huge difference. You're welcome. Yeah, um, we will not besmirch Dwayne's name by saying he's a member of the LAPD. No, no, we will not. Um. Anyway, so he's got a daughter who who I want to talk about. I want to talk about mm-hmm. his daughter. Okay. Uh, but we can save that. Um, sure. Anyway, I mean, whatever. <laughs> his daughter's a white kid, Sam. Yeah, his daughter looks nothing like him. <laughs> Maybe she's like from a previous marriage, and he adopted her. I don't um, know. So, f- folks, to to give you an idea, we've got Dwayne Johnson, um, and his daughter is Alexandra Daddario, mm-hmm. who I don't know if you've seen. Does not look like Dwayne Johnson, even a little. Yeah, even a little bit. Uh, which we've seen movies like uh, Game Plan, where they do put in the effort and find a kid that looks like they could be Dwayne's. Yes. So, 
Yeah. Not this time, though. Not for San Andreas. No, not for San Andreas. Anyway, she travels to San Francisco. There's the traveling part. Now, mm-hmm. here's what happens next. A minor disaster happens, and a scientist uh, warns people about it, and nobody listens. Then yes. the scientist hey. warns. Mm-hmm. Are you describing the Hoover Dam breaking apart as a minor disaster? Well, Sam, that's the thing. You always think, wow, that was a big one. Uh, <laughs> but it's a disaster movie. So it's only going to get worse from here. I just love that the thing that powers most of the American Southwest is the minor disaster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. Um, so there's a, there's a minor earthquake that happens in Nevada. That's... Uh, I, I want to talk about all this. So I'm just going to barrel through the plot. You got to let me get through yeah. the plot. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, anyway, minor disaster happens. They're shook up. The scientist warns everybody that a bigger disaster is coming. This time they actually listened, which I thought was pretty cool. It wasn't. Pr- well, it's because it was Paul Giamatti. It was Paul Giamatti. So they were like, oh, shit. Um, anyway, then a bigger disaster happens. People try to escape uh, the city that they're trapped in. Dwayne and his ex-wife uh, are on a mission to go yeah. retrieve their daughter from San Francisco. They take- Wait. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I got to get through this, Sam. They're not actually divorced yet. He gets the divorce papers at the beginning. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that changes something else I have to say. Um, okay. Anyway, they take uh, planes, trains, and automobiles, plus a boat uh, yep. to get up to San Francisco. Dwayne can pilot anything uh, yes. <laughs> from a helicopter to a plane to a boat. Um, he's a techno wizard. He's a techno wizard. They get to San Francisco. They're tooling around in a boat because San Francisco has been walloped by a tsunami and is now flooded. Uh, they find their daughter, who does kind of drown for a little bit, then they save her. Uh, also, there's a guy... There's this English guy that saves her a couple times, and then she saves him a couple times. So they're trauma bonding like nobody's business. Yes. Yeah. Um, and he's also Hugh from Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries, and I the love... What the fuck is that? It's one of my favorite shows, man. It's a period piece uh, set in Australia. Yeah. Murder mystery show. Uh, mm. Really small Australian job. Um, okay. So you love to see that guy getting work. Anyway, that's the movie. They save her. And then, as with all disaster movies, they have this big moment later where they're like, oh, our family's even tighter now. Thank you, Earthquake. Yes. Yeah. And, and my f- my favorite closing line, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I believe it is Carla Gugino playing, uh, she's back, uh, mm-hmm. playing Dwayne's uh, not-quite-ex-wife. And she says, what's next? And yeah. then Dwayne goes... We rebuild. Mm-hmm. Which is, they always fucking say that in these movies. Mm-hmm. They're staring out at the wreckage of yes. <laughs> like what was Los Angeles and is now a smoldering crater. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I forgot to mention San Andreas. It's the San Andreas fault that opens up and fucks up California, yeah. obviously. Um, yeah, it was not the uh, meteoric uh, sales of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas <laughs> that caused several earthquakes. Yeah. Um, but Sam, we're 20 minutes into this. What'd you think of this movie? God, it's so fucking good, man. It is so good. (laughs) It is. It's, it's like getting baptized. I guess Mm -hmm. I've not done it, you know? Sure. Uh, but I feel like this is what it feels like because 
I just went through hell with Furious 7. Yeah. That was, I think, the most miserable time I've had on this podcast. Sure. And, uh, and then just this cleansing, like, spring bath mm-hmm. that was this movie. God, it's so good. Man, it's a romp and a half, this yes. movie. I'm, Sam, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Because looking back on all the disaster movies we've watched, and I was thinking about this while we were watching this one. Uh-huh. Are disaster movies just good? Kind of by default? Yeah, man. Yeah. good. Because here's the thing, and, and it's why a disaster movie is perfect. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't have to deliver a good plot. It doesn't have to deliver anything necessarily plausible. Yeah. You just have to see people die horribly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and infrastructure get ruined. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And they got to get a little creative with it. And so sometimes they don't. Sure. I'm looking at you, Night of the Twisters. Mm-hmm. But um, for the most part, all you got to do is show shit getting wrecked. And it's fun as hell it is fun as hell and again the plot is so formulaic that i could nail it all down before we even watched the movie but i have no problems with that it's a good formula it works it Mm -hmm. works so well like uh, like does it add anything that uh with the whole plot line of daddy Dwayne's dead daughter no Mm -hmm. but um (laughs) I, I still, you know, picked up on it. I, it works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when uh, when it turns into uh, Daddy Dwayne's double dead daughters. Yeah, so you're and... referencing really quick the fact that the thing that broke up their marriage is that they had a daughter who drowned on a rafting expedition. Uh, yes. And then <laughs> when daughter number two kind of drowns, I was like, damn, that would suck to lose both your kids to mm-hmm. drowning <laughs> oh and man do you, do you know what i wrote when alexandra daddario had f- i pretty much fully drowned yeah what daddy Dwayne's double drowned dead daughters <laughs> oh sam sam well, she comes back so he's just got the one dead daughter yeah i still got the one though which oh yeah. beans oh beans uh, which <laughs> there's there's this brilliant scene when Carla Gugino is getting lunch with her boyfriend's sister, Susan, mm-hmm. who's a complete asshole. Oh, total and bitch. She, yeah. And she does say basically, so your daughter beefed it, right? <laughs> You're not kidding. She basically says, yeah, so she carked it, right? Because of drowning. <laughs> and she's like, I mean... To put it bluntly, yeah. Yeah. All right, she handles it like a fucking champ. Yeah, she does. Because she's like, hey, asshole, it's just like, to put it bluntly, mm -hmm, mm-hmm, that was my daughter. (sighs) Yeah. Man, first of all, very happy to see Carla Gugino back here. Yeah, yeah. And when was the last time we saw her? Ooh, uh... It was after Race to Witch Mountain. Witch Mountain? Uh, Witch Mountain? Uh, fuck. I don't really remember, but yeah. it, was, it was something between then and now. Okay. Yeah, I trust you. 
Yeah, I was yeah. going to point people to the episode, but instead, just listen to everything uh, yeah, from to Race to Witch Mountain uh, huh? until now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, Polly G? Fucking yeah. Polly G, whose 90% of his lines are just, Take cover! Yeah. But it's, he does it. <laughs> he does it real good. Also... I have so many comments about this movie. See, I'm just going to fire them off as they occur to yeah, me. Yeah, please. Uh, so, Polly G, uh, this is the first time we've seen this in a disaster film, and I fucking loved it, is uh-huh. he gets on air to tell everybody in San Francisco to GTFO, um, and he barrels the camera and kind mm-hmm. of cries a little bit. Oh, yes, which does. I think every disaster movie needs a crying scientist, because can you imagine Night of the Twisters? If there was just a guy who's like, oh, this is a big one. It's a really big one, man. But here's what I want, because I love that. Yeah. But I want each subsequent disaster movie to have a grosser cry. <laughs> so, like, so, like, this one was a very, like, restrained, like, single kind of tear situation. Mm-hmm. I want the next one to be uh, a little more overwrought and it's just like you gotta take cover it's gonna be real bad people are gonna <laughs> die it's, it's, but we'll, you know we'll get through yeah and then and then the one following that is just rivers of snot and yeah. it's just like <laughs> <laughs> do you know how fucking good it would be to see Polly G just losing his absolute shit yeah over and, another earthquake and that's an actor that could deliver that kind of ugly cry oh yeah yeah i want to see i want to see his fucking mustache matted with snot mm-hmm. <laughs> as he warns the good people of san francisco that their shit's about to be wrecked yes yeah uh, once again the, the few remaining people in san francisco mm-hmm. um <laughs> which I did crack the joke at one point that got a good laugh because they're all running through the streets of San Francisco. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was like, man, we got to get out of here. The housing crisis is too bad. <laughs> <laughs> the real estate prices, my God. <laughs> we got to get out of here. I can't afford to live here. Yeah, it's it's something. Um, I'm curious what you thought about the opening of this movie. Yeah, so the opening being... Dwayne and uh, four to five guys that mm-hmm. are war buddies uh, that we yes. never see again for the rest of never this again. film. <laughs> and they're like, man, we're family. So you're like, all right, this is the road dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, they're on a search and rescue um, to save this girl whose car went over a cliff. Um, and it's fine. Sam, the thing that irritated me about the scene is that before she goes off a cliff, which was not her fault. Um, right. She's doing everything but driving. Yes, so that's that's specifically what I'm talking about because yeah. this movie fully edges us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they imply she's about to have a head-on collision because she's like texting or doing her makeup or whatever, or reaching, reaching the into the back seat and yeah. rifling through her purse for a water bottle for like. 15 solid seconds yeah. as a like maintenance truck is driving in the opposite direction yeah so you're like ah oh, shit she's about to beef it um but no and then it's like no she's fine yeah then a rock slide happens and sends her over the over the cliff 
Um, yeah. At, at which point, uh, while she's flying through the air, I did say, "Love, it's make it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru." <laughs> Hey, speaking of, there's a lot of branding in this movie. Um, Oh, yeah. So, (laughs) like, when they're rat-fucking Los Angeles, uh, there's, like, Mm -hmm. the Citibank Tower and I think the Capital One Tower or something that are going down. You're like, yeah. Bank of America. Yeah, Bank of America. And you're just like, man, how much did they pay to have their shit utterly destroyed? In this oh, film, I bet a lot. Mm-hmm. I, bet, I bet a whole lot. Yeah, I just I like to think of like some like executive banker being like, "Yeah, really fucking wreck our tower, Dwayne. <laughs> just fucking ruin it." Can we I want to see this thing s- a smoldering pile of dead people. Yeah, can we get Dwayne personally to push over the tower, or is that is that too much? It's too much. Um, okay, that's that's okay. fine. Can, can you just have Polly G, though, like, say, like, oh, no, the Bank of America Tower is going down? <laughs> God, w- what a shame. Their interest rates were so good. They're so good. Oh, such good interest rates. Um, Yeah, shit, I had something to say. Oh, Polly G. I want to talk about Polly G a little bit more. Hell, yeah, Polly G. So, Paul Giamatti, folks. Paul Giamatti, mm-hmm. everybody. Um, give him a hand. Give him a hand. So he and uh, the guy that played uh, Takashi Kovach in Altered Carbon. Um, oh my God! Yeah, that was him, wasn't it? That was him. Um, I knew I had seen that guy somewhere. They're they're testing a new seismology model uh, that can mm-hmm. predict earthquakes. Now here's the thing, Sam. They're in Nevada at the Hoover Dam testing this thing, mm-hmm. and they claim now everything goes wrong and Takashi Kovach does die. Uh, yeah. Which, again, white kid and the only Asian character in this movie dies in the first ten minutes. Yeah. So, not great. No. Um, but, anyway, uh, they're testing this model out, and they they claim that this proved that it works. But here's the thing, Sam. They're testing it to see when an earthquake is coming, and they get about, I don't know, 10 to 15 seconds forewarning. It's um, not much. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's like, hey, that was a resounding success. We predicted the earthquake roughly 15 seconds before it happened. Yeah, it is literally like, hey, Polly G, um, these pulses are happening really fast. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, no, that's pretty bad. And then it starts shaking. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's not exactly <laughs> predictive. Yeah. Millions of dollars of Caltex money. Uh, to get the the old fifteen second forewarning on that yeah, guy. That's like saying your bubble gut is an early warning system for diarrhea. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> is it though? If if it can't even give you enough warning to get to the nearest toilet or bucket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect metaphor. Definitely relates. Uh, I relate to that very strongly as a person <laughs> suffering from IBS. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wretched. Um, and uh, while we're on this subject, I did want to just mention that, uh, again, white kid, only Asian character gets killed off. Uh, this movie is it's a lot of rich white people. It is a lot of very wealthy white people. Yeah. Um, oh, doing what they do best, coming out fine. 
<laughs> just except for we forgot to talk about Daniel. Yes, Mr. Fantastic himself. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do you want to tell the folks a little bit about Daniel? Daniel Riddick is a uh, architect, something um, who is dating Carla Gugino, and he's got a very large, beautiful house in L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Alexandra Daddario is sunbathing because it's hey, you know, you gotta you gotta leer at women in mm-hmm. this one, yeah. Um, and he's. Seems fine, like kind of lightly prickish. Yeah. And then um, Alexandria was supposed to go with Dwayne to Seattle. Um, um, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, uh, Mister Fantastic was like, "Well, I'm I gotta head to San Francisco. You can just fly in my private jet with me." Mm-hmm. And Alexandria's like, "Okay." So they go there, and she's like. So why did you never have kids? And he's like, well, I did. This is my kid. And then he shows her a mock-up of the building that he's building in San Francisco, which... Cool. Cool. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then they they get to his office mm-hmm. building? Mm-hmm. Headquarters? I don't know. Which, hey, wait a second. If his business headquarters is in San Francisco, why does he have a house in L.A.? It's confusing. I mean, he has a fucking private jet. So I guess he could just bounce back and forth between the two like the rich asswipe that he is. Yeah, it's something mm-hmm. um so so then he's like okay well let's uh let's drive up to seattle so they're they're going through the parking garage the earthquake happens the driver dies of course yeah um and then uh mr fantastic does leave uh blake that's her name yeah it's alexandra blake. blake uh he does leave her for dead yeah um and he just runs off and he's like i'm gonna get help and then he goes and tells one security guard and leaves mm-hmm yeah, like uh, a real piece of shit. Real piece of shit, but folks, don't worry. He gets his comeuppance because as he's walking across the Golden Gate Bridge, a shipping container from a fully vertical container ship does fall straight down on him. Yeah, crushes just him. squishes him. And also, speaking of that container ship, yeah, folks. Yeah, there's a tsunami wave so big it lifts up a container ship and rat fucks the Golden Gate Bridge. Disaster movies rule, Sam. God, they're so good. <laughs> I just, I had a lot of questions okay. uh, about Mr. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, d- do you think he still has his Mr. Fantastic powers? Clearly not. Yeah. Um, yeah, sadly, unless, it would... Okay, unless... When he got squished by the container, he actually just went flat as a piece of paper, and he's all stretched out under there. Yeah, like Gumby, this mm-hmm. man is. And um. he'll be back in San Andreas <laughs> 2, which is actually, I believe, in development. Seriously? Yeah, let me let me double-check this, but what? I'm pretty sure there... Uh, it, it has been announced. What the fuck? San Andreas 2. <laughs> I thought this was a joke, because what are they going to do? Reopen the San Andreas fault again? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I 
or maybe it's the new Madrid fault next to you, oh, Sam. Hey, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Let's not threaten Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> hey, honestly, though, it wouldn't be good because there aren't enough tall buildings to wreck shop with. It'd just be a bunch of good old boys in fields going, man, that don't look good. Oh, no, my grain silo. <laughs> uh, no, I think it should be New York. Hmm. Yeah. They the, should discover a new fault line mm-hmm. that runs directly under Manhattan. Yeah. And just ruin that city. We should see. Oh wait, nope. Hmm. Maybe. Mm. Maybe watching a lot of tall buildings come down in New York <laughs> City is not. I think you've wandered into what we call a trap. Uh, and we should Chicago. back away slowly. Chicago. Ooh, yeah. Chicago. Yeah. I want to see that green river on St. Patty's Day flow backwards because of the force of the tectonic plates moving beneath the great city of Chicago. Perfect. Yeah. Um, Or get one of them foreign cities we don't care about. (laughs) Like Berlin or something. Can we fuck up Berlin? (laughs) Yeah, or like Dresden. Nothing bad's ever happened to Dresden. Nope. Uh, Nothing bad ever. So I... (laughs) Nope. Let's set it in Dresden, but still call it San Andreas 2. Perfect. (laughs) San Andreas 2. (laughs) Dresden, a city where nothing bad has ever happened. Except for this earthquake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My second question about Mr. Fantastic Mm -hmm. is, um, does he build the tall buildings because his pecker is small? Yes. Okay. Yep, moving on. I got that out of the way. Um, (laughs) So, in the movie... Uh, Blake does give her phone number to Ollie, Ben's younger brother. Yeah. Uh, so that Ben can call her, and I assume fuck her. Yeah. Um, I called this phone number. <laughs> the stone's on you, Sam. <laughs> yeah. And? I didn't get Alexandra Daddario, I'll tell you that. Um... I got It's Not in Service, and I was really disappointed because I was really hoping I was going to get to talk to Alexandra and be like, hey, um, I do a podcast and I'm a fuckwit. Uh, do you do you think you could talk to Dwayne and get him on it? Yeah. Uh, but nope, nope. They just put a fake phone number in there, which I think is pretty goddamn rude. Pretty rude. Now I'm thinking about all the times I've seen phone numbers in movies and... The absolute uh, wasted opportunity that I have not called any of them. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a vow right now. Mm-hmm. Anytime I notice a full phone number in a movie from here on out, I'm calling it. Which is gonna be real bad if you actually reach somebody. Um, I, I I think I can work through it yeah. if I get someone. <laughs> I just think, I think if you're a movie star and you're putting a phone number down in a movie, it should be your personal number. Yeah. Which means... Or at least you're, like, agent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the pro move right there. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, that would be amazing if you got her agent uh, or Wouldn't her booking great? agent. Yeah. Yeah. I Hey, do you think she would want to be on a podcast with the... Uh, 40 listeners, most of whom are in Ireland. <laughs> Hell yeah, she would, Sam. We we are amazing. We're yeah, very we good at what we do. We will not pay her. 
Mm-hmm. This is free. Yeah, I mean, she could have like 5%, 10, 15% of our revenue, which would probably amount to $3.10. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a reminder, folks, we are deeply in the hole on this project yeah, for renting oh, yeah. all these movies. <laughs> we are not doing well financially. Uh,. From the podcast. Yeah, so please sign up for our Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash hanksypanksy. Yeah, uh, there's some good stuff over there. It's worth it. We spent uh, we spent $75 alone on <laughs> Space Jam 2, A New Legacy. So... <laughs> my greatest shame. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, in, and folks, in fact, uh, this weekend, the weekend that Luke and I are recording this, I will be recording with my wife... Journey the number two colon to the center of the city. Wait, no. Journey the number two colon the center of the city. A podcast where we cover uh, the entirety of the Sex in the City canon. Because that's right, folks. We've watched it all. Yep. Finally. Sam took that bullet for all of us. Thank you, mm-hmm. Sam. Hey, Luke. Um, I do have a theory about why these earthquakes happened. Okay. Yeah, hit me. In 2015, the governor of California was Jerry Brown, and I think these happened because California was not under the guiding hand of rock-steady Gavin Newsom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Friend of the podcast, Gavin Newsom. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, f- frequent guest and biggest fan, Gavin Newsom. <laughs> Had he been in charge of California in 2015, I don't think this would have happened. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think that man and his steady iron grip mm-hmm. uh, would have saved all of San Francisco and Los Angeles. Yeah. Yep. Uh, at 40 feet tall and 20 feet wide, I think he could have blocked the, the <laughs> tsunami himself. Yep. Yeah, no disagreement for me. I think Gavin Newsom is the man for the job. Yep. He's the real superhero. That's right. California governors, Gavin Newsom is in fact Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. He's all stretchy. Mm-hmm. Uh Luke, you got any other thoughts? I got other thoughts. Uh, but maybe maybe we should go somewhere. Yeah, you know, um, here's the thing, man. I took out uh a lot of insurance policies on all my property mm-hmm. in San Francisco that got rat fucked. Yeah, and uh, and so I've gotten quite the payout. So I was thinking instead of like using that money to fix it or buy more property or whatever, I was thinking maybe just get some rock stocks. Get a lot of rock stocks. So many rock stocks. Yeah. Well, let's go. Let's go. Look, this is what happens to a monument of godlessness like California. Okay. All right. So this is a direction you're taking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is God's wrath coming down on just the godless, uh, was it Sodom or Gomorrah or both of them? I think it's both of them, my man. It's both of them. It's L.A. and San Francisco, the modern Sodom and Gomorrah, and this is what they fucking get, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you take a liberal, namby-pamby paradise like California. 
Exactly. Um, and, you know, you're just testing God enough. You keep doing it enough, uh, you're going to get what you're going to get. And what you get is the San Andreas Fault splitting your fucking state in half. Mm-hmm. You know, little Ben Shapiro warned us all. He said, God doesn't <laughs> like that state, and he's going to he's gonna mess it up good. Yeah. Uh, right between uh, hiring someone to murder Santa and poisoning his grandmother. Mm-hmm. Oh, little Ben Shapiro, you will never oh. truly leave this podcast. Little Ben Shapiro, you fucker. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, they don't talk about this in the movie, but is San Diego just fine? I I like to think so. <laughs> so there, <laughs> there's a bunch of people just, like, surfing and chilling by the pool that are like, oh, man, that sucks. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> just looking at the news being like, huh. Mm-hmm. Man, <laughs> real shame. You want to go to the zoo? Yeah, let's go to the San Diego Zoo today. Let's go see some animals. Pandas. Yeah, uh, yeah, makes sense to me. They don't ever mention them at all, so I would, I would assume no. so. Oh, they're absolutely fine. <sighs> I. Mm-hmm. Dwayne's driving a lot of trucks in this one. Dwayne's driving. Man, get out of my fucking head, because that's what I was about to say. Uh, do you think it's in his contract that Dwayne has to drive a truck during a movie? Almost certain. At this point, yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. In fact, the first the truck that he drove at, like towards the beginning of the movie, I swear to God, that's the one that he gave away to that fan recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're thinking he just shows up to set and is like, I'm driving it. And they're like, Dwayne. There's there's no scene in this, yeah. and he's like, I'm doing it. Yeah, he's like, you don't have a choice. I'm driving this truck in this movie. Or they're like, hey, we had the scene where you're going to drive in a sports car, and he goes, no, it's a truck. I brought it. Yeah. And they're like, but <laughs> but we we paid for it's it's a Lamborghini, man. It's it was not cheap. And he's like, yeah, but I brought my truck. Yeah, I brought my Dodge Ram. Uh, uh-huh. So I'm gonna take the Hemi out for a spin. I think. Yeah, it's it's built for tough. God damn it! Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, Dwayne, that's not even the that's that's not even the fucking phrase, man. And he's like, Chevy. God damn it! <laughs> and they're like, Well, now you're just naming car brands. <laughs> now you're just naming truck brands, Dwayne. Yeah, uh, Silverado. And he's like, That's still sh- what are you doing, Dwayne? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he just starts going vroom, 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 vroom. Uh, and and then they're like fine you can drive it and he goes thank you yeah yeah I think they got tired of that negotiation so it's just built into his contract now that uh, Dwayne's gonna bring a truck to set and Dwayne's yep. gonna drive that Tonka truck all over the place oh yeah and I think there are a lot of movies where he's not shown driving a truck where there is footage on the cutting room floor of him <laughs> driving a truck. They have to pacify him like in the Fast and the Furious movies when he drives around that gigantic armored truck. And he's exactly. like, I don't know if this is a truck. And they're like, it is a truck, Dwayne. We promise it's a truck. <laughs> someone someone takes one of those label makers and puts on the back of it like truck. <laughs> it's like, like, see, it's... It's a truck. And he goes, oh, okay. Thank God. Yeah. Man, I have reached full semantic satiation for the word truck at this point. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, truck is meaningless to me now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just a weird assortment of letters. Uh, and, uh... <sighs> yeah. Which um, one is second base? Hey, great question that I thought a lot about during this movie. <laughs> Which, well, this line got a laugh from everybody at the table, I will say. Oh, uh, uh, yeah? So, well, there's... There's, I want to talk about this more in just a second, but they skydive out of a plane that Dwayne has put on autopilot because he, this man in this movie loves an autopilot. Oh, yeah, he's big on that button. Yeah, he hits that button in a helicopter and a plane. Um, yes. Anyway, they skydive out. They land in uh, the baseball field in San Francisco. AT&T Stadium. AT&T Stadium next to the bay. Um mm-hmm. And they land on second base, and he says the line, it's been a while since I got you to second base, uh, which everybody it's agreed good. is a great it's line. Oh, it's phenomenal, but mm-hmm. which one's second base? I believe second base is uh, under the shirt, over the pants stuff. Mm, okay. See, I thought it was heavy petting. I guess that's what I'm saying With while avoiding the... Uh, the very disgusting phrase, heavy petting. Yeah. Mm, okay, sorry. Finger blasting. <laughs> now, see, finger blasting, I'd say, is a step too far. Wait, so is finger blasting third base? I think third base is is non-penetrative fun times. Mm, outer course. Yeah, I think I think we could safely call it outer course. There's in fact a label on third base. I'm pretty sure that says outer course. Okay, so it is <laughs> it is between kissing and rubbing your dick all over someone's body. Yeah, pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, th- I guess that's over the pants action. It feels it feels like you're making quite a jump from mm-hmm. second to third. <laughs> I mean, biology is as biology is, my man. You know, the mood takes you, and suddenly you're going from second straight to third base, and you got someone's genitals in your mouth. I'm just saying, man, I feel like it makes sense first to second is kissing to over-the-pants action. Yeah. But second to third being over-the-pants action to hot-dogging your dick in someone's butt crack mm-hmm. seems strange. <laughs> Yeah. That's that's exponential. I think this is why the base system is not a very good system. It is uh, not. And and I, then, yeah. What's ho- is home just coming? Home home base is everything else, my friend. That's rounding mm. the bases. Assholes with arms in them, huh? Yeah, I think well, by this see this is why the system breaks down because assholes with arms in them is definitely in the, well, I guess it's not outer course, so it would it, be. It, it definitely hey, <laughs> by definition, it ain't. I think we need a more granular system. Should we just make this system right now? I think I think we should. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I think since we need it to be more granular, I think we go with a football field. Okay. And we go by yard lines. Okay. That's a lot of yard lines. So let's just chunk off. Uh, yeah, we'll just, because, you know, they repeat. Yeah. So we just go 50 in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So 
Okay, so are we is fifty the we're starting at the fifty yard line, right? Yes. Yeah, of course. Because the end zone, as we all know, is is finishing. Okay, cool. So the fifty yard line I think is kissing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe some light hand holding, some kissing, some necking, okay. as people uh, say. Any tongue action? I think that would be a yard line after that. Okay, so the forty is tongue action. Is tongue action. It's a little tonsil hockey. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Any any groping? Or is that the thirty? I think that's I think, hmm, because we're running out of yard lines pretty quick. We are running out of yard lines. <laughs> um, do we need to do it by fives? No, we got okay. this. I think, I think okay. tongue action and groping over over the shirt and pants stuff is okay. at the forty. Okay, so so tonsil hockey and uh, and over the over the pants and over the shirt. Yeah. Then the thirty yard line. Is finger blasting. Yeah, it's finger blasting for sure. And and hand jobs. Yeah, get an orifice or a set of genitals, and just start blasting them. Yes, yeah, sl- slap them, rub them, uh, knuckle them. I don't know. Yeah, twist it, bop it, pass it, <laughs> pull it, <laughs> pull it, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the twenty yard line. I I think we're in outer course territory. Yeah, I think you're getting you're getting a little freaky deaky with it. Oh yeah, uh, you know, again, hot dogging your dick in someone's butt crack, um, rubbing your vulva on someone's elbow. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Haven't seen it, uh, but would believe would, would believe knows? it. <laughs> um, the ever popular armpit tribbing. Where, yeah. where you just you just slam both your armpits together. Yeah. Um, oh, it can be. There's a lot of nerves in there, man. Could be really pleasurable. Very sexual. Very very sexual. And then I, I think the ten yard line is mm-hmm. full penetration. I mean, up to the shoulder in the other person. <laughs> just fucking up them guts. Oh yeah. yeah. You've turned them into a puppet. Yeah, they're your own personal puppet at that point. Um, yeah, they can they can taste the soap on your hands. Yeah, because um, uh, hey, definitely wash. Yeah. Now here's where things get tricky though, because we want to be inclusive, Sam, of mm-hmm. non non heterosexual sort of sure, activities. Sure, absolutely. So I'm thinking that at the ten yard line, this is this is deep penetration, as you've already described. Oh and yeah. Anything, anything else that is, shall we say, cresting the top of Mount Everest, sexually speaking. Yeah. So I'm going to say deep penetration or very intense vibrations. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gyrating and getting mm-hmm. off uh, to some degree, if, this is the yard are, line for you. If you are rumbling and stumbling, you're at the 10 yard line. <laughs> Knocking boots. There For you sure. go. Yeah, and then uh, touchdown is obviously the the big finish in pillow talk. I feel oh like. yeah, you have you have blown your load. Uh, you've nutted. Uh, what are some other ones, Luke? <laughs> you've climaxed. Um, Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I hate that one. Yeah, it's not it's not great. Um, 
you fully orgasmed. Yeah. Hard. Hard and hard and deep. It's been served to you. Now, Sam, mm-hmm. I also want to be inclusive of the kink community. Now, I think that yes. is what we would call a field goal. Okay, I was I was actually going to ask you about a field goal. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think a field goal is, a field goal is anything kinky that doesn't fit into hmm. this but is sexual. Um so if huh. you're if you're talking to your partner you're like, "Hey, we're at the 20-yard line and this is great." Uh but I'm thinking maybe we go for a field goal on this one. Mm, yeah, and then you pull out your cat of nine tails and you yeah. hit him right in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think that uh, a two-point conversion uh, is when you do achieve, uh, you know, you you nut fully, but you've done it through something uh, that is that is outside the box. Mm, see, I actually think, and and look, I like where you're headed. Yeah, but I think that should be a um, a safety. Okay. Yeah, I think I think the two point conversion should be multiple orgasms. Mm, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Now, now, what is your um, unorthodox <laughs> orgasm that that is the safety? <laughs> I think I think the safety. I don't think you get to a safety without a field goal, which is not how football works. It um, is not. Not I, even a little bit. <laughs> no. And if you don't know football at all, especially to our Irish listeners, I apologize. Hey, and also, we barely know it, too. Yeah. Uh, maybe watch a video or something. Um, yeah. So I think I think you get to a safety through the field goal. So you're talking like chastity cage tied to a wall, maybe hoisted up on a ceiling with something okay, rumbly yeah. attached to your genitals. There you go. That's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's how you get to a safety. So maybe maybe mm. it's a hands-off experience. Oh, maybe maybe close to like a ruined orgasm, but one that you want. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Now this okay. Sam, this is a system I can fucking work with. So now what would Dwayne say great. when they land land in this field? What would be the new joke? Mm. Uh Let's see. Let's see. He he gets down there and he goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes. I haven't scored a fucking field goal with you in ages. <laughs> <laughs> Truly excellent. God. I really want this to become a thing. This exact Wait, system. Luke. Mhm. A punt. It's where uh you're trying and honestly it just kind of didn't work out for either of you. Yeah, which happens, man. Sometimes you get a misfire. Yeah, you Sometimes know, and that's, you, uh, that's you, okay. You put one in the chamber and it just doesn't go off, you know? Hey, is a Hail Mary a premature ejaculation? <laughs> I think a Hail Mary is when you start off at one of the other yard lines, mm-hmm. probably before the 20 or the 10, um, yeah. and then uh, you just rush straight to the end zone. So we're talking, like, major cranking. Okay. 
Or so I think a Hail Mary can can be a, a handful of things. Yeah. So it can be like a quickie. Mm-hmm. I think it can be like really intense hand action. Yeah. Or it can be a, a premature orgasm. Yeah, I think whatever whatever it takes to get you to the end zone from wherever you are in a rapid manner oh, is yeah. what a Hail Mary is. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, and then kickoff is four foreplay? Yeah. Like, yeah. No. Well. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'd say okay. so. So. But I'll t- I'll tell you some of our yard lines do fall under the the cat the sort of blanket of foreplay. Yeah, yeah, but kick kickoff is when you do it in the morning. <laughs> I love all of this because you could say wonderful things like, "Hey, I say we get in a get in a kickoff and maybe head up onto the thirty yard line, and then Ooh, maybe take okay. a hail mary because we got to go to Costco, so let's get a hail mary <laughs> in." Um, exactly, and. Um, if you're working through things really quickly mm-hmm. or you're watching someone working through things really quickly, quickly, you could do the, the 50, the 40, <laughs> the 30, the 20, the 10 touchdown. Touchdown. Yeah. Oh, that would be so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest thing we've ever come up with on this podcast. Yeah. Holy shit. I, I'm. I think we should get one of those MacArthur Genius Grants mm-hmm. <laughs> to spread the word, because mm-hmm. it's just so much more descriptive. Uh, yes. Than what we had before, and it was confusing because you could steal bases, and that seems sketchy. Yeah. Um, what does that even mean? Yeah. Whereas this man, it's it's straight up now sacking the quarterback, Sam. That's teabagging. That's well, I was gonna say it's anal penetration that was unexpected and not necessarily wanted. Uh, mm, so a surprise a to up. a surprise to all parties that sort of halts you right at the yard line. I gotcha. And then um, an interception is uh, a threesome situation where the third person jumps in when neither of the other two were expecting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Possibly way further down the yard lines than you yeah. were expecting too. So exactly. you're at, you're at the forty, and then all of a sudden you're at the ten, or someone's interception. Going for, someone's going for a field goal. Um. And, and then I think a fumble is just when you drop the sex toy. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And I think it has to be inside the the twenty is mm-hmm. when that's a fumble because before that a fumble is not going to be all that bad yeah but inside the 20 when you're really going and it's like oh no i dropped the hitachi wand it's uh that's that's bad that's a fumble that's no good yeah that's an error an error on the play for mm-hmm. sure what's a turnover on downs uh, now sam i don't even know what a turnover on downs is oh, oh well, wait that, i do never mind i yeah, do know okay yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> Would that only apply to orgies? Ooh. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's, yes, it is only at orgies, and it's when you're moving down the field with someone, which, hey, let me say, great phrase for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, if, if I can toot my own horn. Um, so... Uh, which is uh, 
<laughs> the 30 yard line in the opposite direction. Yeah, I was about um, to say, what is tooting your own horn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see. Uh, so turn over on dads. You're moving downfield with someone, but you can't get a touchdown with them in the allotted amount of time. And so then another person comes in and relieves you of your duties mm-hmm. and starts moving downfield uh, in the opposite direction and gets them to a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That or Sam, it's the cool down team. Mm, so you're you're going cool down team. You're going hot and heavy and maybe you're at the ten yard line and things are going really great. Uh-huh. Um but you're not you're not getting there. Um uh, that's when you bring in a turnover on down on downs and you uh you get someone else to come in, maybe a group of people, and they slowly move it back down the field. Sort of, mm, uh, I gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. aftercare kind of situation. Excellent, excellent. And then I think halftime is just you know the normal intermission everyone takes in the middle of sex. Yeah, you know me and Sting with our uh, tantric <laughs> sex practices. <laughs> you gotta take, you gotta take a, a tea break at some point. Yeah. Eat a couple of biscuits. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then you know timeouts. Uh, that that's self-explanatory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've really revolutionized this. Um, yeah, and we could keep going all day. I feel we like could. <laughs> we could. There's a lot of football terminology. Yeah. Um, San Andreas was a pretty good movie. <laughs> and I, uh, Luke, unless you got anything else to say, I think it is time to look forward to next week. No, we're overtime. I think it was well worth it, and I'm glad that we established mm-hmm. this much richer sports-based analogies for sex um but no i think it's time that we look towards next week and luke next week we will be watching let me find the year i always do this uh 2016 what a great year for everyone Mm -hmm. um (laughs) nothing bad happened then uh 2016's central intelligence interesting interesting what do you think central intelligence well have you seen it I have not seen Central Intelligence. What what you think it's about? I think it's about a streetwise guy, possibly a kid, which I you know what? Fuck it. It's a kid. A streetwise kid played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson as he is now. Okay. Uh living in Chicago on the mean streets of Chicago because it's mm-hmm. in central time. So if he's okay. got street smarts, the intelligence, and he's living in the central time zone. Mm, uh, okay. In Chicago. And he's doing sort of Aladdin type stuff, like he's stealing fruit, he's riding mm, the L okay. illegally, uh, you know that kind of stuff. He's got a, it's just a lot of street savoir faire, and maybe he uh, steals from the wrong banker and starts Ooh, being okay. hunted down through the streets of the mean streets of Chicago. So, I'm sorry you you want Dwayne Johnson, mm-hmm. a, f- a fully grown, very buff man, to yeah. be playing a. Street urchin? Yeah, and I want all of his friends to also be street urchins, but played by actual child actors. And I then love it. I want nobody to treat Dwayne any differently from a from a from a child actor. Does he do a child voice? Yes. Oh, perfect. I'm <laughs> of I'm course. so in. Of course he does. Yeah. I am so into this idea. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Uh, what do and you? I like to think that he goes full method. <laughs> he goes to daycare. 
uh, <laughs> for months on end to do the research. <laughs> yes. Want nap time. Dwayne, you're a grown-ass man. Want nap time. Give, give me juice. Where's my juice? <laughs> juice box. Yeah. Um, what do you think Central Intelligence is about? Dwayne Johnson plays an alien hive mind. <laughs> Which is just true to life, Sam. That's not much of a stretch. <laughs> it's it is a documentary. Yeah. Um but yeah, I would love to see that just um lot of lot of prosthetics and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's got lots of tentacles and shit. Um barely looks like him, but it's just uh he's a hive mind invading our planet. Okay. All right, Sam. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom. Uh, You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. And you can email us at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. Please, for the love of God, if you know what the lyric, take a left at your intestine and your second right past Mars means, and if you're taking a left or a right after Mars, let me know. Uh, you can also find us on uh, Patreon at patreon.com slash hanksypanksy. Uh, we've got some great stuff up there. Uh, we just did, um, uh, was it Fantastic Mr. Fox? Yes, and the Star yes. Wars miniseries. Yes, and we've got the Star Wars miniseries now. This is podcasting. And, uh, and uh, coming soon, or probably by the time you hear this, uh, it'll be Journey to the Center of the City. A uh, podcast hosted by two lovers uh, about the <laughs> Sex in the City uh, canon. Uh, I yeah. don't know that she knows that I'm calling us lovers, but yeah, uh, that's what I was just laughing at. I think <laughs> that's going to come as a shock and might set you back on some of the yard lines that you were hoping for. Yeah, probably. I'm, <laughs> I'm going I'm to have to throw a Hail Mary tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I love this system so much. (laughs) Oh, well, shit. Uh, Luke, Mm -hmm. do you have a final quote for us? I do, and it is. uh, It wasn't said like this, but I'm going to say it like this. I'll go get help. Wink. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Pinksy Rock Bottom. We'll be back next week with 2016's Central Intelligence.